The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You chose to take a journey down a long and dangerous trail. Chose to serve your country and we know you served us well. But now you're back and it's our duty to keep you safe and warm. Shake your hand and welcome you back home with open arms. We're America, your family, the land of liberty. We're thankful for your sacrifice, your fight to keep us free. We are America, and we truly do believe you're the backbone of our nation. Thanks to you, we're living free. We're a quilt of many colors, and we breathe red, white, and blue. We're America, your country, and America wants you. It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray, along with his prestigious co-host. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray and this week's co-host. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network. Today is July 2nd already, 2013. I'm Gary Ray along with our co-host, Linda Crater, President and CEO for VeteranCaregiver.com. Good morning, Linda. How are you? Good morning, Gary Ray. I'm just fine and looking forward to our show. All right, and I think we have about 15 people here. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably about five. Uh, we do have uh, Stephanie Burns. Uh, is, she, is she available now, or is she still running a little bit late? She's still running a little bit late, so this is Stacy okay. Kyle. Yes, and she's, uh, Stacy is a volunteer service specialist, correct? Yes, sir. All right, and how are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. You know, you also, I also noticed, noticed huh, especially on the radio, I, <laughs> you, you do have a couple volunteers with you today. Why don't you go ahead and introduce them? Yes, I'd like to introduce Mr. Delbert Wester and Ms. Rudencia Bryant, and they are volunteers here at the Washington, D.C. Veterans Affairs Medical Center. Great, great. And, Linda, why don't you go ahead and jump in with that first question? Um, I am very intrigued to hear about uh, the volunteer opportunities, and I wonder if you could give a broad overview of what some of the ways that are the most beneficial to the VAs around the country to provide as volunteer services. We get people asking all the time, how can I help? Can you just give a broad overview of the ways they can help, the types of tasks and services they can provide? Well, yes. Um, first, I want to thank you all for allowing us to join your your show this morning and wanted to just share that volunteers 
pay a tribute to the most deserving group of our of our citizens, which are our veterans, which help us to give to the community and to serve a better nation. And they actually contribute in our very, health. Very true. They actually contribute to our health care system um, in a multitude of avenues here in the medical center. One of the ways. Can you give they, a couple of examples? Okay, so one of the ways that they help to um, contribute, um, as I want to share probably with Mr. Wester's role, is that he is a escort that works in, uh, office manager that works in our patient escort service, which allows him and other volunteers to assist veterans to and from their medical procedures, appointments throughout the hospital. They transport and they also will assist in other capacities of health care as needed with the veterans. Okay. Now, it's interesting you bring up transport, and maybe we should come back to this later, but I do know that some of the requests, many of the requests that I receive on Veteran Caregiver involve the ability to get help going to and from the VA based on either vehicle issues or inability to drive themselves uh, or to take public transportation. Is that also involved in this volunteer service? Um, not directly in this particular portion, but we do have a what well, we have a DAV transportation, our volunteer transportation program, which provides transportation to veterans in the DC Maryland vicinity as well as southern Maryland areas and volunteers actually they go out to the homes to the residents of the veterans and transport them here to the medical center wait for them after their medical treatment or their health care has been provided and transport them back to their residential community. Um, so that's, that's a fantastic service. How do we how, how do we convey to people where they find information about that and, and other types of services that I know the volunteers provide? That's actually provided on our website, on our um, Washington, D.C. Veterans Affairs Medical Center website, and they will click on under voluntary service, and you will see the actual portion that um, expresses the transportation part, and they will call us directly to 202-745-8320. Okay. All right. You know, I did notice on the site, too, that uh, the volunteer assignments, you got quite a, quite a few of them, uh, from the van drivers to uh, uh, desk volunteers to uh, pharmacy assistants. Uh, and it seems like you name it and you have it, right? Yes, we do. We have um, volunteer positions that range from assisting in direct clinical health care we have administrative as well as we have caregiver support programs. We have also then, as we just mentioned, the transportation program. In our community living center, we have various positions that assist veterans with their, um, not only just with providing with assistance of their health care, but we also have positions available that will uh, help a veteran to assist them if they are in need of wanting to write letters or correspond with their loved ones, 
We have a variety of what well, we have a veteran history project program as well that volunteers assist with capturing that history of the veteran and recording and um, keeping that confidential and on file with us as well as we just finished, I just finished enrolling 66 student youth volunteers for this season. They'll be here for six weeks. They will serve in the capacity as well as um, clinical, administrative, as greeters, as um, pharmacy or uh, clerical support with our staff. So That's they, terrific. I was just going to say, so they hold these positions for like six weeks or does it, I've heard about training also that it might, you know, there's like six weeks of training. <laughs> Is that a different uh, uh, program? It's a, it's a different program. Our actual interview process with, first of all, just um, recruiting for volunteers consists of first a volunteer will call to schedule to meet with a volunteer service specialist. There is another specialist in our service department that they will call and they will schedule an appointment. We will then meet with the volunteer. We schedule interviews on Monday and Tuesdays between the hours of 9 and 10. And then we also conduct volunteer orientation on Thursday of that same week. So when a potential volunteer comes in, they will meet with the <clears throat> volunteer service specialist. Based upon their application, their preferences to list there, and based upon their preferences and their skills that they have, then the expertise of the specialist is to look for positions that would accompany their actual interests. So once that is um, conducted, then the volunteer is sent to our occupational health service to initiate a tuberculosis, tuberculosis skin test, and then they also will go to our HR security service department to start to initiate their background investigation. So this will take approximately in the course of the week. Thursday when they come for orientation, we begin orientation around 9, and we give an overview of the Washington VA Medical Center policy and procedures as well as voluntary service. Then that particular volunteer... Go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry. Stacy. My, my question has to do with the fact that our audience is national for once and for, for one point. And I want to make sure that we are providing information that goes beyond just the obviously terrific program that you have at the DCVA. Is what you're saying uniform across the VAs in the country about this schedule and how they interview and how they become a volunteer? No, actually, that is local policy. I'm sorry, that is local policy for um, various VAs. So each VA actually conducts the orientation process according to their local policy um, interests or procedures. Okay, so if people go on the VA website and they, I don't know, are from Arizona. Actually, they would um, actually it, click on, they would see, and based on the vicinity of the residential area where they're located, they will yes. be connected with our national, actually our central office, which, which okay. is our national site, 
and our national site will pull based off of the residential or the facility um, vicinity, I'm sorry, of where that individual is interested, they will then connect them with the local VA that is closest to them in their actual um, in their actual area of of where their um, economic, I mean, socioeconomical area of where they're placed. Where okay, they're so from. they do need to check on local um, opportunities as well as the process. Yes, is that correct? As well, because not all okay. facilities will have, say, the transportation or some of the other opportunities that we may have here in Washington. Okay, good. I just wanted to clarify that for everyone because we don't want people coming and flooding the VAs across the country on on uh, Mondays and Tuesdays between 9 and 10 um, because I, I thought there might be some variance. So thank you for clarifying that. You know, we're only we're only going to be a little bit from a break, so uh, we're going to go ahead and take that break a little, about a minute earlier. Uh, again, I just want to, uh, uh, you know, share that with you. I want to thank... Um, Stacy, uh, Mr. West, uh, Ms. Bryant, uh, and uh, Linda. Uh, again, this is Gary Ray. You're listening to the American Heroes Network. And we'll be right back right after this break. Thank you. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. American Heroes Network is a program for and about our American veteran heroes and their families. Join Gary Ray and his co-host as they show what is being done to help our veterans and showcase the companies and organizations that are helping our veterans and their families rebuild their lives. Listen for American Heroes Network, live and powered by the Voice America Variety Channel, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Well, welcome back. I'd like to maybe change this a little bit and talk about, uh, have our volunteers talk about Mr. West or uh, uh, Mrs. Bryant, talk about the benefits to uh, volunteering. This is Del West speaking. All right. So, what what do you think the benefits uh, are for volunteering? Well, being a veteran myself, uh-huh. uh, uh, it's, it serves uh, multiple purposes. Uh, it can help assist a veteran who has been out of work for a while, who's interested in trying to get reintroduced to the work environment, uh, along with the idea of assist in helping other veterans. Uh, 
And uh, I'm also a veteran who came through what's called a CWT program, it's compensated work therapy. So it was a way for me uh -huh. to transition from that into the work environment. All right. And Ms. Bryant? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Unlike Mr. Weston, I'm not a, a veteran, but um, I was pulled into this through my brother, who is also, he's a veteran, and he also volunteered here at the VA hospital. Um, it's, it's helpful because you, you meet so many people, so many, and you learn things that new every day, and, and they give you so many different stories of, you know, where they was overseas and, and how they represented our country and, and made it safer for us to, to still be here. That's correct. That's correct. What position are you in as far as a volunteer? Um, I was um, in, EKG, in the EKG department in cardiology, but now uh -huh. I'm down in the, in the union office. I'm, I'm their secretary in the union office. All right. Well, you sound, you sound pretty excited about it. I mean, uh, uh, you know, you're helping out, and I think that's what it's all about. Uh, uh, you know, it, it's, like yourself, you said you're not in this, never been in the service, but that doesn't make any difference. Uh, you know, you're supporting them, and that's what it's, you know, that's what we're there, all there for, is to help support our veterans. Yeah. So, uh, could you explain to us, uh, Stacy, more or less about, uh, uh, like, the individual volunteering versus a group volunteering? Individuals that volunteer and the benefits of volunteering as an individual helps them to learn or develop a new skill. Skills is, um, is very important, particularly for those that have been out in the workforce and maybe want to continue to keep that going. It's a perfect vehicle to help them to discover something really good and, and, and also to continue to be a part of the community. Um, People and societies we know that pretty much depend on each other grow a lot, and when you are a part of a community, then it helps us as a whole to ultimately help out others, and the impact when you're volunteering just solely helps the motivation and the sense of achievement that we know of giving your precious time and energy is something that just cannot be replaced. When you're group volunteering, then it also helps to assist in thinking about how you are benefiting the community as well, the new interests or the, the actual skills and the experiences that when you are helping out as a group also have, helps, helps you to define more of the, the purpose and the mission of not only of that particular organization, but the purpose and the mission also of the facility or the other organization that you're benefiting. We have a multitude of veteran service organizations that serve as the liaison between our medical center and the community. You know, as a federal government, we can't go out to solicit and recruit for what we need for our veterans. So our veteran service organizations are our liaisons that assist us into getting the equipment and getting the supplies of what we need 
for a volunteer, and that's just one of the tremendous benefits versus the individual and, and group, which helps to meet a diverse range and a population of, of bringing people together from all backgrounds and all walks of life. Let me ask you, Stacy. How again? I know there's a you know they can go to the website. Uh, on the website, they can contact you. And is there also a phone number that they can contact you? Our number is two zero two seven four five eight three two zero. All right. Well, uh, is there a certain age you have to be to be a volunteer? Our youth volunteers begin at age fourteen. Um, our adult volunteers begin at 18 and over. Oh, okay, okay. And I guess as far as their fit into the, uh, uh, how they're going to fit in uh, to the volunteering uh, organization uh, at the VA, um, it's going to be based on, um, are, are they going to ask to go into a certain place or are they going to see where they're, what's so available? The role and the expertise of the volunteer service specialists when they meet with the potential into, individual they actually will be there personally interviewing and, and, and being able to physically see if there are any type of um, assistance that that particular potential volunteer may need to assist with completing their duties and responsibilities. But then there's also a portion on our application where we indicate to at least give three preferences of assignments that you're interested in as well as your skills or other pertinent information towards a particular position that you may be interested in. You know, Stacey, it's interesting. I am asked, even as recently as yesterday, um, one of the greatest needs, I think, for some of the veterans, especially those from World War II, the Vietnam era, and uh, Desert Storm, some of the others, they want so desperately to talk to their peers, And sometimes just having a group of peers to visit with while they're waiting for their appointments, etc., would be an amazing benefit to your volunteer service. Is that something that you consider and do? So that in your escort services, yes, you have someone helping you do an escort, and that's wonderful. But has there been consideration of having someone there to listen, uh, I'll call it more, someone just to be present there and to relate to them just as Mr. Wester does when he is uh, performing his services. More like a peer support specialist, if that makes sense. Yes. Because um, I get people who ask me if they can do it, and I don't know where to send them. Well, yes, as Mr. Wester had expressed, he's a veteran, and as Ms. Bryan has um, expressed, she was recruited by her brother, who's also a veteran. And 60% mm-hmm. of our volunteers are actually veterans. So when they mm-hmm. are here performing in the capacity of serving our nation heroes, then they're also giving back and giving their expertise and their experience of when they also served. So there really is a volunteer position to be sort of a, a, a peer battle buddy, um, to listen and to talk. Is that yes, correct? We have, we have a caregiver peer support program that is coordinated through our social work service, and we actually have a volunteer that is paired up with a veteran in the community that helps to assist with their health care as well as their other duties or responsibilities um, that they need assistance with 
while they're at home, as well as uh, we have an amputee called uh, amputee peer support, which also helps with directly veterans with their health care system, with their health care. Okay. Because I think that's often a, a role that's underlooked in terms of the benefits. It's a quiet role, but it can be so meaningful to people who want others who have been through what they've been through or just to listen to them. Yes. I mean, even what we have, we have what we call a friendly volunteer. And that volunteer actually serves on as a one-to-one with the particular veteran. And we actually will have that volunteer personally be that individual that will assist with the veteran for even if it's just socialization or any other type of activities that he or she may need assistance with during the time here of their either inpatient or out care, outpatient care system as well, services as well. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Mr. West, what's the, what do you fi- find uh, the most satisfying as far as your volunteering position? Well, being a veteran myself, uh, uh, one of the ideas I, I constantly promote to my fellow veterans is that your best help and best information comes from another veteran. See, because the office that I serve in uh, is manned solely by veterans who are part of that work therapy program that I mentioned earlier, and these veterans come to us with many different issues. Uh, some are coming with homeless issues. Uh, addiction issues, recovery issues, uh, various medical issues, and being a veteran who've had some experience in many of those uh, areas, I can offer my uh, support and somewhat uh, act as a mentor as well as maybe a counselor indirectly because I can counsel them on their on uh, the direction that they maybe would want to go in seeking the help to uh, to meet their needs. That's terrific. And how long have you been a volunteer? Four years. Four years, all right. Yes, my volunteer time. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, we're going to take a, a very short break. Uh, be sure to check out our mobile sponsor, First Class Merchant Services. They are nationwide and they do provide veteran run businesses discounts. Just give Josh a call, he's the owner. Another mobile sponsor just came on board. It's called BraveMarketingConcepts.com. They'll be helping to keep the American Heroes Network and our partners alive and well. Well, you'll learn more a little bit later on about that. Just check them out. Go to your smartphone and type in hero.ub1.co. You're listening to the American Heroes Network, powered by Voice America and the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. American Heroes Network is a program for and about our American veteran heroes and their families. Join Gary Ray and his co-host as they show what is being done to help our veterans and showcase the companies and organizations that are helping our veterans and their families rebuild their lives. Listen for American Heroes Network, live and powered by the Voice America Variety Channel, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? 
How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to AmericanHeroesNetwork at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Well, welcome back. And uh, we had uh, Stephanie Burns join us. And uh, uh, also, when we were on break, uh, you came, Linda came up with a very good question. A very good question. Uh, so why don't you go ahead and ask that question, Linda? Well, I believe Stacy brought this up in the last section, but I, I wonder if we could have some clarification. There are programs, evidently, that support caregivers for those watching our wounded or injured veterans at home. Can you please speak a little bit about that program and how people can access it? The actual caregiver um, peer support program is, as I shared, actually coordinated through our social work service. So our social work service, our social worker will interview a potential caregiver and then they will actually position them with voluntary service to enroll into our volunteer program and as they are assigned a caregiver, then they will also give them the, or the caregiver knows then once they meet that particular veteran, the responsibilities and duties and the health care needs of that particular veteran. Okay, so that's really not a volunteer that's helping I'm confused. Volunteer. It's um, a volunteer that's basically assigned through our social work program. So okay. the caregiver serves, and the caregiver may be a spouse or a relative that has already been servicing the particular veteran. Mm-hmm. But it's not then direct patient care with them, but they are serving in the capacity of. Um, as their caregiver to assist with their actual health care needs. Okay. Then here's another question for you that has come up in real life. There are a number of single veterans who do not have a caregiver or are in need of maybe just someone to talk to or to visit them to make sure that they are okay once or twice a week. And there are some pilot programs running around the country, I believe, that offer voluntary services 
which come to people's homes to do just what I'm uh, describing. Is that a program that's going to grow so that someone who is more or less independently living but might need some reminders on um, getting food and staying hydrated, that sort of thing, because they don't have a caregiver, is that program going to be expanded? Yeah, this is Stephanie, and um, yes, you were, you hit it right there. It is called the Respite uh, Care Volunteer Program, mm-hmm. and it was mm-hmm. piloted, I believe it started a few years ago at some um, a few VAs. We have That's not right. here at the D.C. VA been a pilot site for it. Um, one of our, mm-hmm. our um, closer VAs, the Baltimore, they have a respite care program, and it really does mm-hmm. seem that it's going to continue to other VAs as well um, because it is truly needed in the community. And a lot, of, a lot of veterans that don't live very close to the VA that they're at um, or close to the CBOT, we're able to then place volunteers um, to exactly what you said, check up on them, just um, be a friendly ear for them, help them go to the grocery store, those types of things. But uh, I don't think Stacy and I can speak a lot to it right now because we currently do not have that program, but we do hope okay. that it will soon come over to the DCVA as well. Yeah, I, I think that it would be a, a hugely valuable service. That respite program and then the thing that we talked about before you came on was the transit program. In many, many cases across the country, there isn't a local DAV or other VSO to help with transport. Is there something people can do locally to try and arrange to arrange volunteer transports? Because I know that that is a huge need as well. So when people are asking for volunteers, in other words, do you take um, tasks uh, as, as they come along and then develop volunteer programs to address the need? Yes, and, you know, specifically on the DAV transportation and the volunteer transportation network, a big thing mm-hmm. to put out there is you do not have to be a member of a veteran service organization to be a volunteer in that particular network. So you can um, be an individual and come in. And one of the first things that I know, you know, Ms. Child says our specialist interview to find the best placement, um, one of the major things we ask is, hey, are you comfortable driving? Can you drive mm-hmm. our veterans? So you don't necessarily need to be a part of the veteran service organization to do that, but we are strongly supported by our, our DAV and our other v- veteran service organizations for the program. Um, but if there is a need in certain areas, we are always trying to fulfill that need. So, okay. That, yes. So how would someone um, either offer their services or request services. Remember, we're, we're trying to give national information as much as possible, so I know this is a broad question, but how is it best conveyed if someone is in need of services that can be suited by the volunteer program? Who do they contact? How do they go there? Is there a central point of contact are, at are the local talking, VA? Are you talking about for the veteran themselves or for... Um, yes, the- when a veteran family needs help um, that appears to be covered on the website by volunteer services by looking at the application or something, 
is there a local office within each of the VAs that's uniform? So is it the social work office? Is it um, just the general number? What's the best place to go? Because as you know, you know, it varies per VA, but is there a generalized guess? I I would always um, send a veteran that is in need to their social Mm -hmm. worker or their case manager. Because okay. once they go through um, the eligibility and they are affiliated with a VA, then they are assigned mm-hmm. a social worker and a case manager. So I would, I would always point them in that direction. And then from okay. there, the social worker can, um, can go to the correct disciplines to get what, what is needed. Okay, that's great. Thank you. So as far as, uh, why don't you break down, uh, you have a summer program, don't you? Like a summer youth program? Yes, we do. Okay. Uh, what's the process of, uh, you know, how, what do they go through as far as uh, the volunteering program? The summer youth program entails for potential youth volunteers to First, fill out an application as an an adult volunteer, and I generally have the applications out about two months before our season begins. So once the applications have been submitted, and the application entails for them to not only complete our general portion, but also there's a parental consent form for them to um, apply for having their TB skin test, But then they also write an essay, and the essay basically would express as a youth volunteer how they could benefit serving a veteran. Then we have an interview process where we will personally interview youth volunteers that are interested. And once the actual season begins, they also go through an orientation process as we also go through with our adult volunteers. It is a six- to eight-week program, and the youth volunteers are not expected to be here on a daily basis, three to four days a week, and they are serving in the capacity in our clinical administrative greeters, as well as our youth, as well as our adult volunteers. All right. Does this increase their chances uh, when they are of age to uh, uh, apply and get a job at the VA? We don't. We don't promise that you'll get a job here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we don't even. We don't promise our adult volunteers a job here. But <laughs> right. I understand that. But for the youth maybe volunteers, it, it allows them to actually receive their community service hours that are needed for high school criteria. So the one of the major commitments is to volunteer 100 hours within the six to eight weeks so that they will be able to receive their community service hours. And generally, most of the jurisdictions here in our area is about 75 hours for four years. So when they actually complete our program, then they have basically fulfilled their community service criteria for the duration of their high school years. And they're also eligible to come back throughout the school year, their holiday, their spring break, to also continue to serve and to accrue additional community service hours. That's terrific. 
I, I have a question for you. Um, a lot of times people are not feeling well enough or are not able to read. Do simple things like reading books aloud to someone, um, doing what we would have called volunteer service in the civilian population when we were teenagers, is that part of the volunteer services as well? Well, part of our friendly visitor and um, part of our... um, yeah, part of our friendly visitor duties and responsibilities and their job description may entail for them maybe to just sit down and to assist with the with the veteran um, reading or part of their recreational or leisure interests may mean may mean that they are interested in either maybe just sitting down completing a puzzle or. A, a a word book or playing a table game, so that mm-hmm. would still that's what we basically would still consider under our friendly visitor volunteer part of their um, responsibilities and duties. Okay, mm-hmm. wonderful. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, we're going to take that short break. If you live in Central Florida, come on down to Orange City, Florida, and join us in the July 4th Veterans Appreciation Day presented by the American Heroes Network and the 1876 Heritage Inn featuring skydiving, a benefit auction, a dog show, live music, and free lunch for veterans and their families. Go to mobile website, thehero.ub1.co for event times and location address. You're listening to the American Heroes Network, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. American Heroes Network is a program for and about our American veteran heroes and their families. Join Gary Ray and his co-host as they show what is being done to help our veterans and showcase the companies and organizations that are helping our veterans and their families rebuild their lives. Listen for American Heroes Network, live and powered by the Voice America Variety Channel, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to AmericanHeroesNetwork at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. Uh, uh, I guess just about a half hour ago, we talked to Mr. West and found out what was satisfying to him about being a, uh, why he liked to be a volunteer. Now, Ms. Bryant, what are you? What's your answer to that? How do you feel about it? What, what's, what's the satisfying part of being a volunteer? The satisfying part is that um, you get to to listen and you get to, um, some people just just want to be heard and just want you take want you to take time out and just listen to them and and it, 
it's, it's satisfying to me just to help people in general. Is this almost a full-time job for you, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you about it. All right. Now, uh, Stephanie... Why don't we review as far as uh, how does how does someone get involved? Um, the address of the website, the uh, number, the phone number, uh, who they can talk to. Uh, uh, why don't we give that information again? Oh, that's wonderful. And you know, nationwide, I know um, Stacy spoke about it. Um, the easiest way is if you go onto the website, which is www.volunteer. V O L U-N-T-E-E-R dot V-A dot G-O-V. And that way you can put in your information with your zip code, and it goes directly to each of the service chiefs and each of the volunteer departments. So that's the easiest way to get directly nationally to your area is going on that website, which is www.volunteer.va.gov. And you're usually called or emailed within uh, 48 hours. And each medical center has their own process of processing volunteers. And so they'll be able to tell you exactly um, what the next steps are to becoming a volunteer. The biggest thing is just knowing that it doesn't matter if you're here for a few hours a week, 40 hours a week, or one time a quarter no matter when you are here, you're making a difference for our veterans. A lot of people talk about um, that they want to be able to do administrative work, and then some volunteers go, oh, well, I really need that hands-on with the veterans. And it's, it really is both beneficial to the VA and to the veteran. If you're filing, you're now giving up uh, time that a clinician would have had to do that filing. And so they're able to spend more time with the veterans. Um, if you are doing that direct patient care, you know, you are directly influencing that veteran. So no matter what you're doing, when you walk through the VA and you put on a smile, you're helping that veteran just by smiling. So we That's really true. hope that everyone's going to take a few minutes and visit that website, www.volunteer.va.gov, and try to give back a few. It might be a few minutes, might be a few hours, might be for the rest of your life. But we really hope that you'll want to go out to your VA and give back. All right. You know, after looking over the uh, website, and again, this is the first time I really, really got into the uh, the VA website, and uh, they they offer like, did you know that you could give a, a non cash contribution like bottled water, coffee, or condiments, uh, new clothing, telephone cards. You know, if you guys have that out there and you want to share it, especially with our veterans, uh, if it wasn't for them, uh, you probably wouldn't be where you are today. But uh, again. Let's share that stuff. Uh, it's, it's a good way to help out. Um, and I think that way everybody can help out because everybody's got something that they can donate, including time, right, Stephanie? Absolutely. <laughs> time and goods are always a good thing. You know, even if it's with your corporation, if you guys want to do, um, a lot of people do strategic planning meetings and they, they go out to different places. Maybe think about um, with your corporation going to a VA and doing a day of service. Now, what about communities? Uh, do you get communities involved around the uh, VA over in uh, D.C.? 
We truly rely on the community uh, to, to help give care to our veterans. Um, it's a great feeling when a veteran comes in and knows that it's not just the clinicians that are here, but they might see um, different corporations that are coming in and, and giving of their time and knowing that they're not just feeling at home here at the VA, but when they go into the community, they know that the communities are hiring veterans, that they are supporting veterans, and it, it really um, does help tremendously to grow, um, to grow the services that we all have. All right. I think that's what it's all about. Right, Linda? Absolutely. All right. Now, could you tell us one more time? Uh, Linda, you asked uh, earlier about uh, the caregiver. Uh, well, she answered my question quite thoroughly, I thought. I, I believe it's growing program. Um, it has to do with the respite volunteer program, which I do hope does get expanded. And I think that it's useful to know that as needs arise, the VA will consider them. Uh, for volunteer service. So I think that's a, a terrific need because the needs come up and the only way you know how to fill them is to listen to the veterans and their families who are requesting the help. So thank you very much for discussing all of these volunteer potential positions and the help that they offer in the communities. Mr. West, what would you say to our listeners uh, as any closing remarks? What, what's your, give it a pitch in other words. <laughs> Well, you have a lot of veterans who are coming home from the wars, and our veteran population is increasing, and we can use all the help that we can get, so I encourage anyone who has time on their hands, uh, this will be something that's very beneficial to help someone, and I think that they will get a lot of joy out of doing so. So I encourage all them right. to volunteer. We appreciate what you're doing. Thank you. And Ms. Bryant, Ms. Bryant, what do you have to say? What would you tell our listeners? I would say volunteer because it makes a difference and you know it, if even if it put just one smile on one person's face it really makes a difference and stephanie or aunt stephanie we'll go with you stacy uh, no we have stephanie on there too right yes i think so okay my pitch would be that volunteers play a vital role in our health care system and it is their expertise to assist in the changing of times, the changing of our health care, and to treat a veteran and to assist them in our community, helping to partner with them to help to give a healthier lifestyle and to give them the, the continual dignity that they so well deserve I just ask that you consider to volunteer at your local VA medical center to help our nation, to help our, our veterans build a better nation. All right. Now, Stacy. That was Stacy. Stephanie will chime in for a second. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we were getting mixed up with the S's over here. Um, you know, again, my, my biggest thing is just it's wonderful to thank the veterans that, that are coming in here. Um, as a spouse of um, military as well, um, I know it, it makes a big difference to the families and to the veterans to see the community coming together. 
So when the volunteers are here and when the community organizations are collaborating with the VA, it truly, truly makes this um, the system work. You know, the healthcare uh, be greater and better. And right. we can't open our doors without volunteers and without the community. It it okay. really is that vital. So we thank you all for taking the consideration of doing what you can. If it's to donate, if it's to volunteer, if it's just to come in for a one-day event and say thank you. We have different events going on throughout the years, welcome home celebrations, um, Winter Haven homeless stand-downs. So we have a niche for, I think, everyone that's interested in helping. All right. Please come well, on out. Stephanie that's true. I appreciate that. Stephanie, uh, Stacy, Mr. West, Ms. Bryant, I want to thank you for being with us today. Linda, do you have any closing remarks? No, just delighted to um, wish everyone a blessed 4th of July celebration and a safe one. All right. This is Gary Ray along with Linda Crater <laughs> signing off, and thanks for listening to the American <laughs> Heroes Network, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel. Tune in every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and have a terrific week. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray and his co-host again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. We are America, and we truly do believe you're the backbone of our nation. Thanks to you, we're living free. We're a quilt of many colors, and we breathe red, white, and blue. We're America, your country, and America wants you. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.